0: We've got this. Hey, yo, hey, yo, hey, yo, hey, yo. Hey, yo, hey, yo, hey, yo. We've got this. Hey, yo, hey, yo, hey, yo, hey, yo. We've got this. We're finding a way. Hey, friends. Welcome to the Cervical Wellness Podcast. I say a welcome almost exactly like this when the recording starts (laughs) of the podcast itself. But I wanted to give a little content warning. I do talk about suicide in this episode. And so if you are sensitive to that subject matter, this might not be for you. And I do use some strong language in this episode as well. So if you are with children or people who do not want to hear it go ahead and put some headphones in and thank you for listening hope you enjoy the episode hey friends welcome back to the cervical wellness podcast i unintentionally skipped a week um with the podcast you know when i first started this just you know a month or two ago I was like I'm gonna do this every week and I was on a roll and then something really intense happened in my life and I had to take last week off and quite frankly I don't even have something planned I just know that I need to speak and I have things I want to say and you know in my mind I'm like you know they're supposed to make this podcast like really polished and professional and focus on interviews. And then my mind is like, girl, this is your own podcast, you can do whatever the heck you want. And I'm just gonna go ahead and drop all pre pretense and shoulds from myself. from what I've found in the years that I've been doing online business and sharing content and sharing my voice and myself online is that everybody really likes the real real you know we like to witness and receive others in their vulnerability and in their truth and I value truth and vulnerability and realness above all else, especially these days. So what I'm feeling really intensely in my body, in my heart, in my soul, what I'm thinking a lot about right now is life. And what happens within our life when we find ourselves in an in-between moment in a season of not knowing or feeling confused or discombobulated. And this has been spurred by the suicide of a friend of mine, which is the tragedy that happened, oh, 10 days ago, that sent me for a loop that I was not anticipating in my life at all. You know, I came into 2023 with a vision and, you know, I am in a season of waiting for other things in my life. I was like, i want to do this. I have this planned. you know, I just finished The Other Side with John. Felt good about that. I'm going to, like, launch this program. I'm going to do this with cervical wellness. And then I get a call from a dear friend of mine, to let me know that her partner, another friend of mine, an even closer friend to John, chose to end his life. And even just saying that out loud, I feel like some, it's not even fear, it's more like Like the ultimate taboo. I've spoken about a lot of taboo things (laughs) under the cervical wellness banner. And this just hits the nail on the head. And I've never actually in my life experienced this. You know, I've I've known people who've known people to, to commit suicide it's even it's honestly it's hard to even say like to say that that phrase commit suicide but i've never personally known someone someone who i've had dinners with someone who i've had over to my house someone who i've laughed with someone who i've received gifts from someone who I've talked about the future with and have had deep philosophical conversations with someone who, you know, John and I envisioned a future being a part of, and I, I'm not going to go into what we know as why or anything like that doesn't matter. Uh, But what I want to talk about is how it has affected me and what is happening within my inner world in relation to it. And, um, you know, if that doesn't interest you, you don't have to listen. But just for my own healing and my own integration, I need to just talk some things out. And what better way than to share it with all of you who may need to hear it too. Um, I have found myself in this internal space of unknown several times in my life where it's like the death of one way has occurred, But a rebirth of who we are becoming or to become hasn't happened. And this is one of the most uncomfortable places to be, honestly. And years ago, um, while I was on the island of Kauai, I actually had this knowing come through my body that this is actually the realm of cervix. That cervix is the keeper of the in-between. It's the portal between life and death. It's the portal between the inner and outer world. It's the place where things pass through us or the termination point of the vagus nerve, like the place where with, with our body within can receive information from the world without. It's this place of transformation quite literally, you know, there's a part of the cervix called the transformation zone. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, go to my free content library and uh, sign up for my free content library and watch the intro to cervix video that's in there. Like there's quite literally a place on the cervix called the transformation zone. And I've been finding through this moment or this season now, this period of in between that I have found myself thrust in like it's been inching that way you know ever since I'd say last fall uh, when I underwent some aggressive internet bullying um, that thing started to change for me in regards to my approach to online business and like what I really value in life and, like, where do I actually want to put my focus on? But like, especially in the last 10 days, as this person whom I had a relationship with, you know, chose to end their life for whatever reason, you know, we have ideas, but it doesn't even matter. The reality is, as it happened, is like I I find myself in this in-between period where I'm like, whoa, like, who am I right now? Because the Danelle that was two years ago, the Danelle that was, you know, even just a year ago, it's, uh, she doesn't really exist or doesn't feel so in my body. And I've been finding myself resistant to dropping into my cervix, to connecting to this place that has been such a pivotal barometer for me to make decisions, to receive wisdom. And I don't know what it is about this particular instance, but it feels like I am awaiting more information than my mind believes cervix can provide for me. And as someone who has taught for years, that this is a place of ultimate wisdom, I'm feeling confused. I am giving myself grace because the cycle of grief is confusing. But I was thinking about it today as I was sitting outside with some tea, which I've been doing a lot of, and also eating a lot of cookies. (laughs) I've made more cookies in the last 10 days than I have in a year or more, maybe ever. Um, As I remembered this notion that cervix is the keeper of in-between, and I have for the last six months or so i have been feeling a separation between me and the spirit of cervical wellness what am i what i mean by that is you know i have put so much heart and soul energy into this body of work this platform and in a way it feels complete. It feels like that which has been created is complete. And so as I have sensed this completion, it's like what more can I create under this banner of cervical wellness? Um, this, This sense of distance and separation from the spirit of the work has left me feeling in the void. And this is exactly what the energetics of cervix holds, is this void space, this in-between what what is after what's been created before something has been born. And so not only am I grappling with that, but grappling with the reality of mortality and the recognition of our one precious life and in um 12 days I turn 35 which sounds like a really big number to me and I'm like oh my god I'm gonna be 35 like whoa okay it's like a instead of like a quarter life crisis or half life crisis is it like a turn a tertiary life crisis, or what is a? I don't know the name for a third, <laughs> a third life crisis. Um, I'm just like, okay, you know, I've spent a good portion of my life creating for the internet, and it's been beautiful. And then my friend dies, and. I feel like it was like a slap in my face to wake up, to be like, hey, you've been in the void for a long time. What is to be born now out of the darkness that you are experiencing in this in-between time? And and this is what I'm sitting with, and this is what I want, want, wanted to speak to and talk about is this darkness experience and how uncomfortable it can be and it is you know death in any sense makes us face the reality of our mortality and more often than not from what I find at least in in this culture in our western culture that Facing our mortality and facing death and feeling the void of what that could mean leads to uh, like an existential crux. And I was just reading this book called Mutant Messenges from Down Under, and it's a really beautiful book. I don't remember the name of the author, but I'll link the book in the, in the show notes. And in the book, it's basically about this um, American woman's experience of going on a walkabout with a, with a group of aborigines in Australia and learning about the Aborigine way of life and their perspective on the world and their their views on life and death and earth and sustenance and culture and all these things. And in that book, she speaks about how in the aborigine culture according to what she experienced was according to the to their culture like the people aren't commended and honored for the work they did or what they created in the world because according to them everything is impermanent everything is impermanent every creation every piece of work everything that is created is impermanent which is true but people are remembered and honored and thought of by the gift that they bring to the community and so their names were the names of their gift one was like storyteller one was timekeeper one was um Oh, man, like one person was, the gift was like, oh, song, song sharer. Um, I forget the actual name, but one woman's name had to do with her skills and sewing. And these people find their value in the gift that they bring to the community and it's not about the information they provide. It's not about again what they like create or do. It is just their essence and their beingness, and what their innate, what their innate provision for their family and loved ones uh, is. Another woman's was um, secret keeper. Which she, her gift to the community was she was a good listener. And so people would come and just lay down with their head in their lap in her lap, and uh, she would listen. She wouldn't even give it, she wouldn't give advice. She wouldn't, you know, tell people what to do or even comment or or judge what they were sharing. She would just listen. And so, You know, like, I'm even getting choked up in my heart thinking about it, friends, just how far away from that sort of reality our Western culture is within. And I think about my friend who, a part of their pain had to do with a sense of monetary failure that wasn't at all at at all but that was a fragment of it of feeling like their monetary failure was a burden on the people in their life and so like when I think about that and then I think about this book I just finished, mutant messages from down under and like what these this, this tribe of people and, and how they how they find worthiness within themselves and, and the worthiness within their people, my heart just breaks and it just leads me to face my own life. like what is my gift that I am bringing to the world that doesn't have to do with what I am doing? What I am creating, what I'm, like, that doesn't have to do with how amazing are my Instagram graphics or how good is my email copy. (laughs) Like, that doesn't freaking matter, actually. Email copy really doesn't matter. Instagram analytics, it doesn't really matter. You know, whether or not I get 200 likes on a post or, you know, people, I have a however percentage conversion rate or, um, you know, open rate on my emails or however many people listen to this podcast. Like, it actually doesn't matter. And so in this void space, that I find myself in, I am questioning a lot because friends, I have put a lot of my fucks from my fuck basket <laughs> into this work and the um, the vanity of it. And when I say fuck basket, there's like this metaphor I don't know. It's actually, I think maybe it's the book, How to Not Give a Fuck. Um, (laughs) But basically, it's that you only have so many fucks to give in your life. You only have so many fucks to give um, every day. And you have to allocate your fucks or else you'll have given too many fucks. (laughs) So that's what that means. And when I say the vanity of this work, what I mean is just like the like the online branding. Like what does things look like? How do I capture an audience? How do I keep people's interest for more than 3 seconds? How do I hook them with my copy? How do I convince people that I know what I'm talking about? And really, I just, I just want to help people. I just want to help women. I just want to, you know, gather women in person and just be like, hey, for free, let's just like talk about this stuff. But we live in a culture where we need money. And we're vanity metrics and vanity perspective of the way things look and sound and Like, that is important. And I am just grappling with this reality right now of having a friend choose to end his life while at the same time reading this book, Mutant Messages from Down Under, and, like, really getting curious about... What the heck do I want my life to encompass? And I put a poll out on Instagram and then I deleted it because I just, sometimes I get a little vulnerability hangover, but I put a poll out on Instagram about people's thoughts about social media and Instagram and most people love it. They're like, oh my gosh, I get so much information from it. I think it's so great. But then I, I realized I should have put like qualified the poll around are you an online business owner? What do you think about social media and being a business owner and having it be your source of income? Because I think that's a little different. And where I'm at in this void space is just like I feel complete in, in what I have brought forward into the world as a body of work that is cervical wellness that at this point I will I feel safe in saying that it's like a proven method to for women to heal their bodies of HPV and cervical dysplasia and to never worry about abnormal pap smears again like I there's been enough anecdotal evidence and enough testimonials of women either reading my book taking my course or working with me in a one-on-one capacity that's like yeah this stuff works and you know obviously i can always like expand the marketing and expand the reach and all that and you know i'm i'm in conversation with myself (laughs) around creating a training program but that's a lot of work in the creation of it, like on the back end. So I'm in this place where it's like, okay, I've created this thing. But do I know what my gift to, to the world is? My gift, not what I've created. Like my essence gift. And the death of my friend, like really hit, like hit something within my heart where I was like, who am I be beyond the vanity metrics and the, you know, internet acknowledgements through Instagram or my email for this thing I created? Like, what about me, Danelle, like what, what, what am I as a unique soul? bringing to the world, like, is it actually a gift for me to just hide behind my computer all day, every day to put things out into the algorithm for the sake of attracting eyeballs? Um, And I might be shooting myself in the foot by even talking about this and then putting it on the podcast, but friends, like, this is just the truth. And, you know, in my my mind, I'm like, okay, well, like, I can have, like, in-person events, and I am actually leaning towards collaborating with another local woman here um, to have, like, a women's wellness events. She owns a spa, with like an incredible self-care sanctuary that has like saunas and um, amazing bathtubs and we're thinking about like hosting women's events together where it's like I can facilitate and then she has the location to have like you know day retreats women's day retreats anyway I'm getting ahead myself that is literally just still in the ethers but but then there's still the like marketing piece it's like I long and wish for there to be a part of our culture where we can just arrive as ourselves in our true gifts and essences and just be who we are and want to be without trying to, like, be a consumer or a marketer and receive that which we need to receive. And like the death of my friend just led me to like see within myself all the ways that I have been denying and ignoring these feelings within me just to try to keep up with the curve or uh you know maintain this this pristine online presence Or, you know, make sure people like me so that they'll buy from me, these sorts of things. And I am growing extremely distasteful of that. I'm feeling messy as fuck right now, discombobulated. And I'm not gonna try to pretend otherwise. I didn't want to create a podcast episode of me talking about something just for the sake of talking about it so it could fit within the brand. Like, you don't ever have to listen to another podcast episode again after this. (laughs) Heck, you might have already clicked off. But I find myself in a void, which is the realm of cervix. A place of the in-between of something having died within me, but the new has not yet born. Something is hidden within the darkness of my body and it has not yet birthed. I'm waiting in the doldrums of my inner world for new to be revealed. And... I wanted to share this because maybe you are experiencing this or you know what this is like. And maybe hearing from me and my voice and my experience, I don't know, helps you gain clarity about what you are feeling or seeking. Or maybe it just helps to hear someone else's experience. But all I know is that as long as I keep growing quiet keep allowing myself to be quiet and slow and bringing my awareness into the depths of my pelvis even though I feel freaking resistant to it right now like my mind is like ugh, Danelle move on from it <laughs> you don't have to do this anymore and my body's like girl this is when you need to do it shut up and sit down and connect <sighs> maybe hearing this is what you need. I know saying it out loud is what I need. I'm sitting here just kind of shaking my head being like, oh my God, I just actually need to connect with my cervix and just be there. Be in the in-between. Honor my friend by allowing that which is awaiting to be rebirthed or birthed from within me to give it a chance to actually be birthed and to not try to force something, to not do something because I think I should, to not do something or put something out there because I planned it in the past, and I'm like, oh, I, I this is what my 2023 plan was. Yeah, let's just let go of the shoulds. Let's give ourselves permission to feel into our true gift in the world what is our gift what are we giving to the community what are we giving to the world what is our gift how do we serve life through our life and again it's not about what we create or enact or again do it's about who we are and that's what the untimely death of my friend has led me to face. Thank you all for listening. This was kind of a rambling one, but needed to get it out there. And um, yeah, hug your loved ones, friends, tell your friends you love them. Because wow, when they're gone, it's like really, really startling. (sighs) on that note friends I hope you have a beautiful day I am okay just clearly in a deeply introspective space and I just wanted to share all right friends until next time talk soon Thank you so much for joining us today, friends. If you want more cervical wellness information and content, check out my website, cervicalwellness.com or give us a follow over on Instagram at wellness. Please share this episode if it felt right and true for you. And until next time, friends, remember, we've got this.